Welcome to the Customer Experience Management Podcast, hosted by Anders Gustafsson and Carlos Velasco. In this episode, Anders interviews Stefan Larsson about managing fan experiences during sports events. Hello and welcome to the Customer Experience Pod. Uh, we are starting a new season. This is season two, uh, and I'm thrilled to have a fantastic uh, guest. Uh, we have Stefan Larsson, uh, who is in charge of one of the major hockey teams in Sweden. Uh, but Stefan, can you please start by introducing yourself? Thank you, Anders. First, uh, pleased to be part of, of this pod. And of course, a short uh, introduction of myself. As you said, Stefan Larsson, the president and CEO of Färjestad BK Hockey Club. Uh, been here since in this position now since seven years, uh, a bit more actually than seven years, my seventh season. A background uh, before that from the travel industry, from the airline industry, actually been working for Scandinavian Airlines for 26 years, been based in Sweden, based in, in Europe, based in the US with different roles. So uh, customer experience as the theme of this, this pod has been an experience for me in various roles in various uh, uh, environments in various countries. So an interesting topic you have picked for this this uh, pod. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, let me start by saying I think that Farista not only is my favorite team, uh, but it's been one of the leading hockey teams in Europe for the past 20 years. Would, would you agree on that statement? Yeah, I would agree on that statement. And actually, since more than, than 20 years, we've been... Uh, Fairsta Bika was established uh, in the beginning in 1932. So we have been around for quite some years. We have played in the highest league since the highest league was established. So I would surely agree to that. And, and uh, we are proud of our history. Actually, it's 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 an anecdote. But one of my relatives were actually involved in starting Fairsta. And, and I think you have his helmet in, in the uh, exhibit for the, for the team. Wow. Uh, but uh, what would you say is the key uh, aspects or key components for making uh, Ferrista this long-term success? But there is, of course, a lot of factors that comes into play as, as we have a long history, a long history of success and hopefully a long future also of success. But... Uh, uh, the key, or, or maybe rather the keys, there is seldom one thing alone that, that creates success over time, but a mix of variables, I, I would say leadership, strong leadership since, since the establishment of this, this club and throughout the years has been one part, courage, not hesitating on, on uh, trying new things, going in uh, the forefront of establishing new environments and new ways of acting. Uh, have a relationship to constant change, curiosity. And if you add to that a bit of luck as you need throughout the years as well, I think there you have the recipe to, to be successful over time. I, I agree, uh, very, very important aspects, all, all of them. Uh, but this is a, a podcast of, on customer experience and, and uh, we all love a very good hockey experience. And, and I, I, I'd say that most of, the reasons for, for going to a game is the experience. W would you agree? Yeah, when it comes to, to hockey on the ice, it's it's for us all about winning, as you know. We, we are one goal and one goal alone, and that is to, to uh, celebrate the gold 
uh, and the title, uh, the Lamat uh, Pokal for us uh, uh, on, on the square with all the, the um, inhabitants and all our fans. But when it comes to customers uh, or our fans, as we prefer to call them, I, I would highly agree to that. It comes to, to experiences and shared experiences that makes people leave the, the home, uh, watch the game on TV and, and doing high fives with the cat. That is, is all about shared experiences and experiences together. Fantastic. Uh, shared experience. That, 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 I'm happy that you bring that up. But what sort of can you expand a bit more on that? Yeah, but what makes an experience good? Uh, I think it, it's the experiences that you have together and togetherness. Uh, an experience is basically what we sell. And, and in that, what we sell is actually emotions. We create emotions, emotions that you share with others and that you want to share with others and be part of. As we used to, we are in a, in a job of, or in the work process of, of a strategy in the time frame of 2030 and where should we be as an organization, as a club, for whom and whom should we be relevant for? And we see that we should, we need to be relevant for far more people, organizations, corporates than we are today to have the same success level for the future. But what, what is it then that brings, uh, last time we had a normal season without uh, pandemics and other things, we had an average of 7,500 roughly spectators on our, on our home games. In a small city as Karlstad with uh, around 100,000 inhabitants in a region with what are we on this 270,000 something? Uh, and the limit to the arena on 8,250. 8, so it, it's, it is a very good average. It is a very good average. And we do that in, in, in the normal regular seasons before the playoff 26 times during a season. So it's, it's quite many occasions and 7,500 as an average. Then you ask yourself, why on earth are they all here that often, that many? Is it because we play the, the good game of hockey? Of course, to some extent, that is the reason for for leaving the TV sofa and, and uh, to uh, to do the choice to invest your time, money, and effort in, into actually with all the traffic issues, with the bad weather, it's winter time. Why do as many leave the sofas to go and see a hockey game that many times? And that is surely for other reasons just than us playing a good game of hockey on the ice and i think the experience the emotions and and the sense of being part of and belonging to is is actually what we sell and the better we understand that the better we can include that in our communication the better we can address that to different uh segments of our our um, of our customers the more likely it is that we will have the same average for the future as well. I, I do like your answers. Uh, they, they bring in so many new aspects that I haven't thought about in, in this podcast before. But have you thought about how you influence the experience? Do you have any tools? Yeah, but there is many ways, of course, that we can can work with influencing the, the experience. And uh, to a high extent, we, we believe that that is about expectations. And, and can we create expectations? It can be expectations on a good game, expectation on, on seeing a specific player, a young rookie coming up, uh, the newcomer in his career, 
uh, a fantastic saving. Uh, it can be, uh, as we see it, we ha have to add other issues or other um, components also to it. And therefore, we see hockey as, as one part of, of if, if we use the expression entertainment. We have the food and beverage where we create different uh, uh, environments in the arena. You can have a fine dining uh, experience with us as we own, uh, run and, and uh, operate the arena ourselves. It's very unique, I think, in this industry. It's our arena. We can do basically what we want. We pay for it and we operate it ourselves. And we take the revenue and, and sell it. We also take the cost for it, but that's another issue. Uh, so, so that means that you can come to us, see a game, but have a different experience from, from every time. You can eat the, the burger or the hot dog, or you can have a fine dining dinner with with, uh, uh, with seven course dinner and, and the best wine you can actually get in this, this part of, of the, the country. Uh, or you can just stand uh, along the fans and, and uh, use your voice or, or express your feelings without having the tie and the white shirt on. And even if you have it, you can do pretty much whatever you want. So we, we create an environment for you that, that uh, whatever experience you are looking for, we are there to provide it, to give you different experiences, even if you are a regular visit to, to uh, our arena and to our games. So you're basically forming prerequisites or, or, or building systems to, create, to, to enable more customized uh, experiences and, and you leave it to the fans uh, to, to sort of select the experience they want. Yeah, it's the, it's as, as uh, there's maybe an English word for it, but it's the Swedish word, smörgåsbord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it is the same in English. It's the same in English. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, for, for, for the customers, for the visitors, for themselves, because you have a big corporate representation, of course, in an arena like this. And, and if you want to bring your customers to us to, to, uh, to do representation, then you, if you do that as a corporate representative, and you need to do that maybe 26 times throughout the year, we surely need for you to, to have a different experiences from time to time. Because if it's the same all the time, you won't. Then the next year, if you have, for instance, uh, invested in a box, you won't do it because you're so sick and tired of it yourself. So even if it's good for your customers, you you don't have the guts to go there again. So so we need to give you a different possibility to different experience over time to create an interest that is is uh, solid and not only randomly from from uh, season to season. But you're also talking about variation here that that it it, it varies uh, and and it should vary. Otherwise, it it's not that interesting. No, but it's, it's uh, however good an experience is. If it doesn't vary over time, you get sick and bored of it, and, and uh, you will use your time and effort and money to do something else. Yeah. Just, uh, however good it is. I, I think that's an interesting aspect, but I'm not going to dig more deep, deep into it, uh, or I will come back to it to some extent. <laughs> but uh, I, I think variation is, is something we rarely talk about. We talk about sort of reaching the same experience for everyone, uh, you know, having good enough quality or, or high quality, and, and it, it should be stable. We, we don't talk about the variation. No. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's challenging because the, what we do basically is the same from time to time. It's a game. We have the referees, we have the players on the ice, the ice is the same. 
the rules are basically the same. Some minor adjustments from season to season, but so so the the basic uh, offering as as a, yeah, as a base is the same. So how do you then create the, the variations or the experienced uh, variations to to the visitors? That that's challenging but necessary. And you have done a fantastic job uh, in terms of framing the, the games. I, I I was there when you in the start of the season where, where you had a fantastic uh, uh, music performance and 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 you, you had uh, sort of the, the the fans were really uh, cheering the team on. So it was an, an amazing uh, experience, and I think you did a lot of of that to frame it that way. But it's interesting because if we look at some of our uh, opponents, uh, the, the views on how to do this, it's not only with hockey, but with different games. Some some uh, clubs has the idea that you should use the extraordinary uh, occasions on, on games where you expect least uh, visitors. Maybe uh, as take a, a, a bad opponent for us on a Tuesday evening. We expect maybe three uh, three thousand, four thousand spectators. Some clubs has the idea to use the good uh, variables to to drive that up to maybe five five thousand five hundred, or to add a couple of extra thousand to a lousy game on a Tuesday. We do all these things where we expect the full house. And, and I think that's right because how do you otherwise get people to talk about it? No, exactly. So what we get there is 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 marketing through storytelling that is just fantastic. It gives us material for for advertising and and uh, broadcasting. It gives us far more uh, value by doing that than trying to lift spectators by by adding those things to allow the game day from the beginning. But it's it's different views on it. So, but I think we we have a recipe there that works pretty well for us at least. Then. Uh, you you have a really good fan club, the the Wolfpack. Uh, yeah. What what role do you, what role are they playing in 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 all of this? But they the, the fan club. So the fans in in a total, we have basically two of them. We have the official one uh, with with the Wolfpack. We have the more unofficial one with with, with as they call Bryggeriet. But jointly all together, they they are a major part to create the experience. And the storytelling for us, and and of course, they are put pressure on the opponents and and to support our team, of course, as well. That's that's the basic of it. But when you you come home from a game, that you either, either feel or or summarize it's it's a lousy experience, uh, the team lost or or the team won. It was a very good hockey game. But what creates you what creates a smile on your or face or or basically. The opposite is is the atmosphere and the experience and and fans, they are crucial for that, crucial. And we see that now with the pandemics. Uh, I mean, last season we had we were down to eight spectators. Uh, I mean, it's the game is still the same on the ice. It's still the same amount of players. It's still the same rules. The referees, the intense, the speed. Uh, but the experience is, is, yeah, you could likely sit sit at home then doing high fives with the cat. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you can have seven friends over and then you're right. Yeah, that, that's that's more fun than being on on um, 
on the arena actually. So it's it's uh, they are crucial. Yeah, I, I once heard another interview uh, where you said that that uh, uh, you pretty much create or build a good experience prior to the game, and and then once the game is on, there's not too much you actually can do. Is that that a fair description? Yeah, but I mean, for for us, it's it's building expectations. Then you are in the hands of of, of the teams. Yeah, and you're in the hands of in the hands of the uh, spectators, both both our home spectators and of course the away spectators. That and, and what happens there, we can influence that to some extent uh, by uh, choice of music, by uh, what we do on the media cube, for instance, uh, with replays and such things. We can create uh, really. Uh, in the negative aspect and the hate atmosphere by by uh, replaying whatever lousy happenings on the ice. There are rules for that in the league, of course, but we can also on the other side create some good good um, uh, expectations and and uh, atmospheres by replaying a, a good goal or a good save or or uh, to get the audience going when it's a bit down or or. So there are some ways, but we are basically in the hands of, of the average of 7,500 people that, that basically does whatever they like once they're here. Yeah. yeah. So how much how much time do you actually spend on, on trying to understand, understand the fans? Uh, is I would that say something you measure focus? Yeah, but I, I would say we do more and more. And, and for, I think, the, the hockey industry, that is quite new coming from an airline industry that we spent a, a lot of time and effort on trying to understand the customers behaviors uh, drivers for for um, how they act uh, i think that's that's for for sports is pretty new at least uh, and take the swedish hat on there is, is of course mega big clubs uh, internationally that has a good good sense of that but for us I think it's a quite new uh, way of acting to with the diversity in our offerings, how we communicate, how we try to steer the experience with with the, the arena facilities and everything. So we do a lot, but we should do a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I just find it fascinating since since you keep so much other statistics, everything on ice you have statistics for, but but uh, I just was. Wondering what if, if you do if you were doing the same for for the, the fans or spectators. I mean, I mean, it's it's if if you take that difference, it's it's a mega difference. I I knew I know by second what happens on the ice in the statistics that we use. But when it comes to customer experience, customers' behaviors, uh, we are far behind when it comes to that in 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 relation to what we do in in the statistics on the ice. And, and and of course there there are other reasons as uh, privacy issues if if you sort of go down, down too close to that so I, I totally get that of course of course uh, you mentioned in the, in the beginning uh, uh, that that your team is expected to, to, to win win or play well uh, what 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 happens to the audience when they play well. But you see from the audience when we play well of course you see uh, they are happy they are louder. Uh, when we have a good tendency, they tend to come to the arena earlier, they stay longer, they eat more, they drink more, and they spend far more uh, on merchandise, etc. So you see the, 
the combination or, or, or um, the equation between the, the team performing well and the spending from our fans or the spectators, they are linked together. So the better we play, the higher the revenues. <laughs> that, that's fascinating. Yeah, it is. And I'm guessing the vice versa then. then, then if you're not playing that well, it, 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 uh, it affects... Yes. When it comes to the arena spending, when it comes to the number of spectators, there is not really that that strong a link. Okay. The, the team performs over time, bad or, or or good. The number of spectators is is not that impacted from that. But what you do and spend once in the arena is a major difference. That 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 is in itself very interesting. It is. It is. <laughs> Do you have any tools to try to revoke negative experience besides winning, of course? Yeah. Uh, once again, that's that's of course um, that's of course when it comes to to um, communication again. How how do you actually address and, and how do we do it? And and I think the the experience if if you play well and and um, our customers or fans experience that the efforts from the team has been on a good level, a high or acceptable level, they still can can live with a, a loss. Uh, and if they feel the opposite, we lose a game, the performance was lousy, the experience that the team didn't make the efforts enough actually to, to win or change the game, or the, um, uh, the leaders uh, doesn't make the right choices, they don't make uh, the right changes to, to change the game picture, then it's it's really a bad downturn. So it's, uh, it's all again back to, to the expectations and the feelings, emotions. We can lose a game and, and uh, get a smile from, from our fans as long as they experience that we have tried and we have done the best to the effort. If they don't do that, then my mailbox is quite full the next day. <laughs> I can imagine. And not with smileys. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, there's more and more talk about uh, the employee side of, of experience. And, and I mean, your employees, of course, you have a big staff, but, but uh, the frontline employees, if, 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 <laughs> if uh, that, that makes sense, it's the team, uh, I'm guessing. And how, how do you work with, with the team in terms of, of uh, influencing their experiences? Yeah, but I, I mean, the, the, the team, in, in uh, that's a very interesting topic because they are, of course, impacted a lot with what happens media-wise, social media-wise, not the least. We had a big discussion on that as we, you know, we started the season this year quite badly. Uh, for, for the last 10-15 rounds, we are on, on the opposite. I think we are in the lead of, of, of the league in terms of performance. But starting off um, the season as, as we did on a very low level performance-wise, of, of course the team are impacted with, with... And then you have two ways of, of doing that. Either you live in a bubble, you don't read the, the media or the social media or... You don't answer the questions uh, or whatever, or either you take part of it and you know what's going on, on, on in the world around you. And is that a good or a bad thing? I think that comes down to individuals and how you're able to handle that. 
So it's it's hard in that sense to say that you handle the team in in uh, one way. You have to handle in this case individuals. Some of them can cope with with reading the the negative or for that sense the good. Uh, some of them should be be more protected from what, what is actually happening in the environment around us. But it, it's it's very hard to say that you, you you can't treat even if we are in a team sport with a team. You have to act on that also on an individual basis, because otherwise that's that's the same as with our spectators or or with our customers. It's it's basically completely individual how you act and and uh, are impacted with those different sides of it. And hard to do, but I think it's necessary to to have an indiv individualization on on that side as well. And it makes sense since we're talking about customization. So why why shouldn't and please, have the, I mean, they're humans as well. So why why shouldn't it be individualized solutions for for employees as well? Yeah, and and uh, in that sense, the, the the world we live in today is pretty cruel because if you are a hockey player or a trainer or a CEO for that sense, I I can read the next day in the paper whether you do a good or a bad job, and and you have a maybe 100, 200, 300, 500 different versions on, on someone who wants to, to uh, put a grading on our goalie from the last night. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's a pretty open and transparent atmosphere and, and, and you need to train the team as well as the employees on how to cope with that. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, That's the topic itself. <laughs> it is, it is, and and uh, it's something that that I will explore more, uh, sort of moving on in this pod as well, because mm -hmm. there are other people working on on employee experiences. Uh, so it's uh, and it's not been researched really well. Uh, to to be fair, it's something hasn't been there's something that hasn't been focused there. But take for instance for our our uh, how do you cope with a, an employee as take our our head chef who was on December 28 prepared food for 8,250 persons. And then the regulations with the pandemic comes and we have to say goodbye to, to close to 7,000. Yeah. <laughs> that needs a little bit extra motivation that day for, for, for him in that case. <laughs> it's, it's a challenge. I, yeah. Uh, I, I think you have talked about... Um, that, that uh, the game is pretty much, and I would say that's the function. And, and uh, the other part of this is that you also have mentioned uh, is emotions and, and uh, what you you are doing a lot is trying to influence emotions. Is, is that correct in, in, in my interpretation here? Yeah, and I, I think we live, sell, and, and uh, get our earnings from emotions. And the better we are to, to control what, what gives the good experiences and emotions, the better off we will be for the future. So what, what, what do you, as a, as a team, do in terms of, of trying to influence emotions and, and sort of do, do you do it in a structured way? We try to, but again, that's back to what we said before. We need to be far more... Uh, into what actually drives the, the senses of our audience, what drives the experiences, what triggers should be used, who, which ones should we not use? 
because sometimes we do things and we get the complete opposite uh, result as, as we were expecting and hoping for. As, as for instance, with the music in the arena room, that's an interesting thing because sometimes when we feel it's it's a bit quiet, the audience is not that loud, uh, we, we, we then say to the DJ that play some, some extra good music to get things going. That, for instance, as you mentioned, Wolf Effect and, and our fans in Bregeriet, they hate that. <laughs> it's us creating the environment, it's us that if, if we want to cheer for you and clap our hands, we do it. Not when you tell us to, but when we feel that you deserve it. So it's... it's um, but then the other ones, maybe 5,000 sitting on, on the seated seats, not standing audience, they, they think that's good. But then we get a complete different uh, experience or, or, or uh, view from, from our standing audience, they feel. Shut that DJ down and, and send him home. It's us creating the environment here. <laughs> so it's, uh... But how do you handle that? Yeah, it's it's uh, like walking on 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 the thin ice. It's it's uh, therefore we have good professionals, of course, that have the interaction with uh, that is in constant uh, uh, communication with the DJ, with maybe the the uh, capo on on the, the standing audience side. That that uh, do we play? Do we not play? Get a thumbs up uh, for getting the music going or. Uh, either you sing now or we will play music and then they sing. <laughs> so it's it's a bit of a, it's an interaction that sometimes works and sometimes completely works against us, depending on this situation. But it's it's uh, yeah. It's a good level of respect that we can work out over time and sometimes we do it and sometimes it goes down the drain. So it's uh, thank you so much, Stefan, uh, to, to, for, for taking part in this customer experience part. Is, is there anything you want to, to add? I would, I would uh, say it's been a good discussion. It's an interesting topic. And there's a topic that, that whatever work you do in this, uh, in this field, it would be uh, great to take part of it and, and see what you discuss. And, what what your students and, and fellow teachers and, and professors say about this topic because we need to learn more and the better we understand it the more successful we can be so um, thanks for having me in, in this thank you so much and, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to discuss anytime uh, I'm, I'm always available to, to talk to you but thank you so much uh, it's been a pleasure having you thank you Anders and good luck thank you